Hello, this is Unconventional and Free. Subscribe to our channel where we discuss hot topics, politics, news, and more. I am in beauty, and today I will be discussing starvation around the world. This is an ongoing issue where millions of people are affected, and there's people that go to bed every night hungry. Although we have enough food to feed everybody around the world, this is still not happening. Today, more people around the world go hungry than ever before in human history. This includes all ages, especially children, and it's affecting their growth. So children, when I say affecting their growth, it's stunting their growth. So they're not developmentally where they should be for their age. And it has gotten better, such as... Um, from the it was 33 percent and now it is down for children under five and now it is down to 21.3 percent as of 2019 and a lot of this has to do with combat areas where people are stuck in their homes they don't have access to food and um and so this is what we're trying to address a lot of. 60% of world's hungry people live in zones affected by conflict. And starvation around the world does continue to decline. 15% in 2000 and 2004 down to 8.9% in 2019. But there's people that are every night going to bed hungry or they're having to take such a small amount of food and it's not enough nourishment to maintain their weight, their growth, their development, and they're suffering the consequences. Starvation also contributes to premature death. There are people every day that die from starvation, um, or other words, malnutrition around the world. A lot of countries that are the worst off is... Um, African countries, there is information on worldlifeexpectancy.com and it lays out the countries that are most affected by malnourishment and it ranks it where each country stands in regards to malnutrition. And so, as I mentioned, a lot of African countries are being affected. And I believe that's a lot to do with the conflict. There's a lot of wars. There's, um, and then a lot of their agriculture is being destroyed by too much rain. Um, the, the, a lot of their agriculture is being destroyed by, they can't grow properly from the environment. It does, it can't, it doesn't have the they don't have the resources to maintain the agriculture. And so this needs to be addressed and this shouldn't be happening with all the money we have in various countries. I feel like there should be abilities to help these countries develop and to help stop malnutrition and also give them access to water because that's another issue that they are dealing with. There are people that are dealing with a lot of different diseases from 
the dirty drinking water they, that they have to ingest every day and they have no other options but to drink that water. And sometimes they have to go to a certain place, walk far just to get to so-called clean drinking water. I remember watching a few documentaries where the countries were not fully developed and they were all trying to um, access clean drinking water and they were all trying to help each other out in order to maintain their health and to not starve to death. And a lot of them are eating rice and just catching whatever they can within the land to sustain their hunger. But in some of the documentaries I saw, they are taking one animal, maybe one bird or one duck and splitting it sometimes among a family of 10. And when you look at these large families that they have and, and having to split such small portions of food among everybody, you get to see realistically what that looks like. And basically they're not getting much of anything. And sometimes they have to go days without eating. I was watching one documentary where the family was saying they eat one to two times a week because they just don't have the resources to eat every day. And they have children in that family. And realistically, that needs to be shown because people that people are very fortunate, those that are able to eat a meal every day, and sometimes multiple meals a day are very fortunate because there's people that sometimes can't even get two meals a week. And going back to what hunger is, because if someone has never experienced true hunger, they don't know exactly what it is. And hunger in overall picture of what hunger is, is the distress associated with lack of food. It's dealing with food deprivation, undernourishment, and fewer than 1,800 calories per day. Undernutrition goes beyond calories. And so there's deficiencies in energy, protein, essential vitamins, and minerals. Malnutrition can be broadly related to undernutrition and overnutrition, which is problems with an unbalanced diet. If you're not getting enough of one thing, you're getting too much of another. And food security is a part of that because it relates to availability, access, and utilization. So when it comes to food security, it's important to have that in order to maintain an active and healthy lifestyle. So if you have someone that has to maintain a family and bring in income and work some of these jobs, and in some countries, these jobs are not desirable. They're very dangerous jobs or long hours or working in horrible conditions. They need enough nutrition to maintain their income to perform their job duties and do it effectively without harming themselves without because if you're undernourished and you don't you don't have those 
nutrients that you need, you can make mistakes, you can not be focused, you can pass out, you can end up making mistakes that might cost cost someone their lives. And so that's, that's very important for that to be addressed. And as I mentioned, about 690 million people globally are undernourished and, um, and it just shows, shows us, it gives us a look at this is an ongoing issue. And where I'm getting these stats from is action against hunger. And they're coming from the state of food insec- insecurity and nutrition in the world 2020. And a and it's coming from food security definition from the UN's World Food Program and Hunger, Undernutrition, and Malnutrition from the International Food Policy Research Institute's Global Hunger Index. So this is where some of the sources are coming from. I was also looking at the World Food Program and getting information off of there and just seeing, looking at this issue as well, in addition to the documentaries that I watch of some of the countries around the world um, that are dealing with hunger and starvation. It was one story that kind of stuck out to me where it was a young man who who lives within a family that is really struggling and he has to go by a canoe to school. I believe it takes him like two hours to get there, two hours back in a canoe. On his way to school, he set up a trap for, I believe it was a duck. And so he set that trap so on his way home from school, he would be able to catch that and bring it home to his family so that they would have meat for dinner. In addition to, I believe they had rice with that. And I remember when he came home from school on his way back. He stopped back at the trap that he had placed and he grabbed the duck. And by the time he grabbed the duck, the water was really, the waves were really kicking in and he had to struggle to get back home um, because he had detoured to get the duck to bring home to his family. And by the time he did that, his his um, life is in at risk with the waves um, due to doing that detour. But it just shows you that bringing in food is a whole family dynamic in some of the developing countries and poorer countries that don't have access to food everywhere. They all pitch in and they all sometimes do life risking tendencies to in order to survive and that can be water land you name it and and people die doing this every day and I think I definitely think there are ways that we can support the fight against this and it's continuing to be first of all being aware of what's going on and seeing in front of your eyes where we are headed with this issue and just realizing that every day this issue is a fight, is a battle for somebody because somebody, it might be someone next to you in a house next to you, or it might be somebody in a different country that is 
going to bed hungry. And so there's ways to donate. Um, actually, it's hunger is one. There's also um, World Food Program is another place to donate. And another thing is even locally, you know, because not just in poor or um, developing countries that um, are struggling, there's people in your local community that are starving as well. And you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't think, but you can go to food banks. You can look at places of where to donate food or where to donate money so that more can be done to prevent starvation every day because there's kids and families every day that are looking for ways to eat. Some of them are, and some of them are digging into garbage cans, putting their life at risk to have something in their stomachs. And in 2022, it shouldn't be at the rate that it's at still. And we have a long ways to go and people should not have to dig in garbage cans. People should not have to go to bed hungry. People should not have to put their life at risk to eat. And some people just starve to death. They don't ask for help. They don't, they don't want to bur- feel like they're burdening anybody. Um, they're ashamed to ask for help, but they're, they're, experiencing that every day and some people don't want to ask for assistance or go on government programs because maybe they have they're scared to apply or nervous about what people may think about them or they might feel like the application is too long some people are illiterate and they can't understand the application process so so if you do know somebody that might be hungry or might need help with applying for assistance, just be a helping hand. If they need to have the application filled out, help with the application, fill it out for them. Let them know that you're there. You offer food. If you have leftovers, stuff like that, just it's important to realize every time you're eating or throw or wasting food, throwing away food, there's someone around the world that is dying as you're speaking or as you're eating from starvation. And so we just have to be cognizant of that every day. I was looking at some of the world health rankings when it came to malnutrition deaths around the world. And number one is DR Congo. Number two, Somalia. Number three, Central Africa. We have the, I was looking for where the U.S. is. Um, The U.S. is number 102 when it comes to deaths from starvation. And how they rank it is through red is high, green is lower, purple is below that, and then low would be gray. And so you look at some countries are doing pretty well when it comes like to 
undernutrition and almost have none. And that's the, the lowest would be Singapore, Kuwait, Greece, and to name a few. And so we can learn something from those countries that are the lowest in starvation. And I don't know exactly why they're doing so well with the under malnutrition, um, lowest death rates for malnutrition. But one thing I can assume is some of these countries don't waste food. Um, some of them use their resources, might use their resources better than other countries. There's just so many reasons of why this could be. Um, but we have to just keep in mind that the goal is to eventually end all world hunger. So nobody has to go to bed hungry. And that's and that's what the goal is. What World Food Program is doing, they're bringing life-saving food and nutrition assistance to people trapped or displaced by fighting wherever they are. They're communicating with local partners, helping those that um, in need, even in the most remote areas. It is so, so interesting to see that see that they're, you know, impacting this uh, world hunger in such a huge way. It uh, says 60% uh, of the world's hungry living zones affected by conflict, which is the main driver, 8 out of 10 of the worst hunger crisis, as in the case of Yemen, South Sudan, the Dominic Democratic Republic of the Congo, and Syria, as an example. So... I was just reading here, two up to 811 million people go to bed hungry every night and 44 million people around the world are on the edge of famine. And just thinking, even though you might not be affected by it today, it can happen to anybody. Some people are one paycheck away from losing everything, from, from not being able to eat to not be able to pay their bills some people some people don't eat just to be able to maintain their lifestyle and to pay their bills and so they might stretch one meal out a couple of days or or not eat some days and it's not and and they could be anywhere around you so you know sometimes you have to pay attention to see that if someone is looking underweight, maybe malnourished, stressed out. Don't be afraid to ask them, is there something you can do for them? Can you buy them lunch or buy them groceries? You can contribute in so many ways. And so, yeah, it's really, it is really sad to see that so many people are dealing with this. And this is an issue that is very important to me because I feel like it's not being talked about enough. I know we're addressing a lot of issues are going on, going on in this world, but I haven't been seeing starvation or hunger discussed as much as it should be lately. Although we, a lot of people know it's an issue all over the world, but I think eventually we can get this issue 
under control with time. And if everybody pitches in, the more effort, the more people pitching in, the faster this issue can be addressed. And coming to think, another thing is talking about the water and dealing with a lot of countries that have contaminated water and poor sanitation. And, and that can cause issues down the road, such as cholera, diarrhea, dysentery, hepatitis A, typhoid, and polio. So those diseases can be can be linked to contaminated water. And there's other bacteria as well and that people are dealing with when it comes to contaminated water. Over 2 billion people live in water stress countries, which is suspected to be worsened as a result of climate change and population growth. Over time, the more population on this planet, we know, can set people up for increase, generate public concern. So that those are the chemicals that are most concerning when it comes to drinking water. And this contributes to deaths every year as well. There's people that get these bacterias and their stomachs can't handle it and they're losing nutrition and, and eventually they end up dying from this. And so it's interesting right here in 2020, 74% of the global population, 5.8 billion people use a safely managed drinking water service. Yeah, it's, it's definitely something that, yeah, 829,000 people are estimated to die each year from diarrhea as a result of unsafe drinking water, sanitation, and hand hygiene. And the deaths of 297,000 children age under five could be avoided each year if these risk factors were addressed where water is not readily available. People may decide hand washing is not a priority. Hmm. Diarrhea is the most widely known disease linked to contaminated food and water. Where I'm getting this from is World Health Organization. And this is a good site because they have data information on all sorts of topics around the world. And it gives you a better pic picture of what they're dealing with and the prevalence of the issues going on and let's look up um world starvation starvation on the world health organization here This is interesting. A part of World Health Organization says world hunger is still not going down after three years and obesity is still growing. It's part of the UN report. 
More than 820 million people are hungry globally. This was released in 2019. Um, they were seeing a slow progress in Africa and Asia where the issue is the highest. And East, East Africa is being affected the worst. Close to a third of the population, 30.8%, was undernourished. And so those are the key places that we need to address the most. And it was causing, we are wasting, stunting of growth. Yeah, and this is just so sad. But to wrap it up, though, just to know that this issue needs to be addressed and there's always something you can do. You may feel like you're just one person and you don't have the ability to really be a part of this ongoing battle, but there's so much you can do. You can donate. You can educate yourself you can educate other people and over time i believe that we can address this issue because with as many resources as we have on this planet there's not a single person that should go to bed hungry so with that being said i'm going to end this podcast i ask that you subscribe to this channel where we talk about politics news hot topics relationships and more And we'll be coming to you with new topics every week. Thank you for joining me with this topic. And until next time, we're unconventional and free. I'm in beauty. Take care. Bye-bye.